welcome to the Awakened Coaching Podcast. My name is Bud Panasar. You probably haven't heard of me. Well, now you have. I'm a coach, and this podcast is for coaches about coaching featuring other coaches. That's a lot of coaching. Did I mention that I'm a coach? Thank you for joining me, and let's get started. Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Awakened Coaching. Today, we're going to interview a very special guest, Jeff Nthiwa. Now, Jeff is the founder of Destiny Life Coaching, which is in Nairobi in Kenya. And he was my first coach when I lived there. And so I believe he deserves to be the very first interviewee on my channel. Jeff is an amazing coach. He's deeply genuine and an overall amazing human being. He's coached thousands to success, and his mission is to serve selflessly in order to make this world a better place. I'm sure you're going to enjoy his stories and his life journey. Now, let's welcome Jeff Israel Thiwa. Hey, Jeff. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. I'm so, so excited to have you here today. Um, And as you know, you were were my my first coach when, when we were both in in East Africa, in Kenya, and I'm really excited to have you on board and have this conversation with you. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bud, and uh, I'm so happy, delighted to again connect with you. Me too. too. I've been looking forward to this. So why don't we start with you telling us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? Well, so my name is Jeff Israel Ntiwa. Um, I am a life coach, a transformational coach. That's how I describe my staff. I coach and mentor uh, transformational or agents of change, uh, primarily for East Africa. Yeah, so I've done this for the last uh, over 10 years, working with people that want to do the coaching work transformational coaching work. But I also have clients, you know, personal clients who are professionals who want to discover more than just achievement, uh, the art of fulfillment. And so I, I limit the numbers because I want to spend most of the time helping agents of change, people that want to do the real the work of coaching. Yeah, so that's, that's what I do. I have a family, you know, three kids. My daughter is 16, firstborn. <laughs> my son is eight. <laughs> wow. And my lastborn is five. And I Fantastic. close the chapter. You've down. been working hard, huh? Been working hard. <laughs> yes, that's hard work. <laughs> and and, and oh, for those watchers God. and listeners, I just want to let you know that Jeff was actually my first coach many, many years ago now. And uh, I, have a, I have an immense respect for, for this man and the work he does, his uh, genuineness, his empathy, and uh, his commitment to the transformation of his clients. He does an incredible job. So you mentioned transformational coaching. Can you tell us what transformational coaching is? meet my clients in the journey of self-discovery, getting to know themselves. So 
the transformational coaching, what I call transformational coaching, I think the definition can be different for different people. For me, is that journey of evolving to becoming the person, the ideal person that you want to be. Accepting yourself, forgiving yourself, healing yourself, getting to that place of zero. I call it zero limits, where you are unlimited. Uh, I strongly believe that at, our, at the core is human being, really, we operate at our best when we are unlimited. And I discovered that we are so limited, especially in our journey of life. We get so we get tethered into limitations. We get tethered into what is possible for me. Um, just the, the analogy of you know the elephant uh, is tethered from the time it's a small elephant and the same rope. It's it's tethering the same elephant. Even it's a giant elephant that can bring everything to the ground. So I realized the journey of transformation helps people realize who they are, their strength, and, and know that they can go through um, any challenge that is before them when they realize, you know, their ideal self. Right. And that's the journey of what people that, That's really interesting. And, and you mentioned yeah. the, the elephant. I love that analogy. That's the analogy of learned helplessness where yes. the baby elephant learns that it can't break out of that uh, and then it just doesn't try anymore. And the big elephant yes. is tied just with a little string to a stick and it still doesn't try and get away, right? So, yeah. so you're, say, you're saying the journey you take people on is similar to that. You, you help them to break through those limits, those self-imposed limits of learned helplessness, et cetera. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. So it, it's not one person, it's actually all of us. Once you realize one limitation, I, I, I'm yet to discover why we do that. I know we are driven to put those boundaries and you know, driven by you know, the need psychology, Maslow and Tony Robbins need psychology, uh, the psychology of the human needs. But, you know, once you break, a certain level of limits it's like you see there's a limit before you and you break that layer and every layer you know one after another we're becoming more and more aware of how unlimited we are but then now we begin to condition our mind to the unlimitedness the power within us that, that there are actually no limits apart from the ones i create and that realization is what we need. It's, it's not really to imagine that there's a time that will come when, um, when the limits and the resistance is not there. The resistance will be there, but I know there are resistance that I create in my own perspective, perception, and you know, awareness. So the awareness is the power that you are unlimited. And these limits you put there yourself. You can you can free yourself to the level you wish to be free. Brilliant. So this yeah. kind of what this brings to my mind is that we we kind of live by default most of our lives, and until we take a look within, and the help of a coach, of course, is um, really useful here. We look within and we realize that that by default is just a program that we've believed or a story we've believed. And it's yes. actually self-imposed because we believed it, we imposed it on ourselves. Yes. And, and henceforth, we have the power to undo it. 
And because we have the power to do it and undo it, our power is actually very limitless in yes. terms of what we can create for self, what we can create for others, what we can create for society as a whole. So I think mm. it, was, it was Marianne Williamson who said, we, we are not fearful of our limitations. We are fearful of how powerful we actually are. That's what we're scared of. So maybe that's why we limit ourselves, Jeff. What do you think? That's true. That's true. I like it. I like it. I got it. That's why. Uh, it, 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 it's amazing. We are afraid of being alive more than dying. We are afraid of being alive more than dying. Fantastic. Like really, like really me, you know, and you are our brightest shine. That's what we are afraid of mm. than actually dying. We're afraid of showing up our strength, our capacity, who we are, the true nature, our true nature. Uh, perhaps, you know, someone else's light will be dimmed or something like that. Uh, but we realize every time you shine, like Marianne say, you know, you're giving someone else permission also to unleash their light. And, and that's where fear now begins to shrink as we realize to step into the truth of who we are, to self-acceptance, self-love, joy, peace. You realize, you know, you can create your own world within the world. And, and really what, what we call life is a creation of, you know, we create our own world and then we see through the glasses, through, you know, the windows of what we create. So the realization that you are the master, you're the captain. The way my life is today, I created it. I created it and I can change. And that's really so free. It's freedom uh, when you realize I'm actually in control. You know, I can change it. You know, I can change it. And, and you begin to believe that you can. You can change it. Okay, so the first one is believe it's possible to change. Because again, um, people get so conditioned to a place they believe is not possible. And you see the human soul when it's limited and feels it's not possible, it's not a good feeling to your heart. And so the, the first step is it's possible. It's possible and then I, it's possible for me to change. Because <laughs> can. Yeah, people believe it's possible for people to change and transform, but they don't believe it's possible for them. Why? My story is special. <laughs> you don't know my story. <laughs> you don't know what I've been through. <laughs> so you can't tell me anything. Mine is special. Mine. Yeah. Someone else can change. Bad can change. But me? Hey, man, you don't know where I've been. <laughs> we defend our story of limitation. I tell you, there are people, you talk to them, they want to get you out for wanting to, because they know and they tell you, you know, only I. I can tell you this story. But you see, you realize you can create another story, story of possibilities. So once they say, okay, I can change, then the next one is, I can change now. Yeah. I can change now. It doesn't have to be tomorrow. What am I waiting for? But sometimes we postpone happiness. I'll be happy next week. No, right now, let's deal with this, but I'll be happy. <laughs> I'll be miserable <laughs> now. <laughs> Let's, let's be miserable now. Yeah. Uh, let's wait for my birthday uh, in December. 
you know. Um, so we sort of postpone our happiness, postpone our joy. And you know, my friend, I feel it's stepping in that place of feeling you deserve. Because it's, 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 one, it's one thing to feel uh, that, you know, it's possible for me to create a brilliant, beautiful life experience. It's another thing to feel I deserve that. Totally. Given the story I've been through, do I deserve to be happy? Do I deserve love, true love, unconditional love? And can I give it to myself? Because then if I deserve, who is the first person to show me love? Who is the first person to show me this deserveness? It's me. And what, once I'm able to love myself, accept myself, the world is like a mirror. It loves, accepts me and treat me just the same way I'm treating myself. Very interesting. Because I meet, you know, with couples that that, that, that have come to believe their story and, and everyone has got a perception. Um, let, let, let's say it's a couple that, you know, there's even abuse in the relationship. So one person feels, why do you do this to me? But I realize as human beings, we actually give the world permission or mirror how we see ourselves deep inside. I know that's a tough statement to make, you know? Why? Does it mean someone hurting me is because I'm hurting myself? That's the truth. And that's where, when you begin to love yourself, and I've seen this in, in the last over 10 years as I work with people, as people begin to love themselves, the world looks different. Hmm. It seems to be a great place. People change. And they're like, people are actually good. People are actually nice. And then you begin to meet all these people that are nice and good that treat you well. And you, it's amazing. It's magic. It's, it's, it's magical. And you realize the magic is deep within you. At that inner core of self-realization of this is who I am. That's the greatest change. It's not external. It's not external. It's, it's a result. But that internal change, when I can feel um, that's the result. That's, that's what I'm after on my personal level, uh, personal life. You know, I'm after that inner self-awareness and realization. This is who I am. And then the beliefs by my own terms that I create and say, okay, I enjoy this. I want to live our life like this. Because, you know, my friend, I, before coaching, I lived a, a life of looking outside myself and watching people, and, and, and it was a life of desperation because I never got to that place of the truth. Uh, I'm watching someone with their struggle, whatever they are going through, and you know, trying to understand how life, you know, I should live my life until the moment of coaching where I, I began to realize the power is within me and all of us as human beings we have that potential and power within me and the opportunity to either look inside or look outside. And every time I look outside, I felt powerless. I felt, I felt, you know, when will be the end of this? My peace came when I began to look within myself and appreciate myself and, you know, 
take ownership of my journey, including the good, the beautiful, the ugly, everything I see myself, I say, oh, I am that. I am that. I began to accept myself in all ways. Then I begin to realize there's nothing wrong with me. That could be wrong, something wrong with my strategy. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm beginning to accept myself. I mean, that was the beginning of my change, my transformation. Then I realized I can go through anything. I began to realize, you know, the power. Um, I remembered, you know, going through rejection. <clears throat> I didn't have to please people, you know. I didn't have for myself to be the person, you know, that I'm not, I don't feel I am deep inside. So that self-love, self-acceptance, self-realization gave me true power and peace. And if you ask me, that's true wealth. I began to realize, okay, inner wealth, this inner wealth of realizing, okay, your joy, your peace, your love, that's it. Once I got there, I want to sit there, bask in that love, peace, and joy. I read in the Bible, Jesus calls it the kingdom of God. Yeah, I like to sit there. When, when I sit there and just bask in that peace, love, and joy, it doesn't mean, you know, the external has changed that much. In fact, it can remain the same, but I'm a different person. So, so it's the inner power, it's the building of inner power that gives me that capacity to keep moving, to keep helping people. And I realized my external also begin to change. Yeah. It sounds to me like, sorry. It sounds to me like what you're saying is that we we generally we're under the delusion that our outward circumstances create our inner reality. And and we feel like we have to get life right. And so in order to get life right, I have to be a particular kind of person showing up in life now, I have to be better than the guy next door I have to have a bigger car than that one I have to make sure that I don't feel my depression or show it and henceforth I live this falsity now yes. what you're showing me what you're sharing with me the essence of what I'm getting is that when I am who I truly am when I sit in that when I sit in the power of my being in the peace and the joy and the love and and I radiate that light first through myself back to myself and then out into the world, that the true inner change that happens results in a different experience of life, and the different experience of life results in a different life. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so, so I'm kind of getting what you're saying, I think. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> you got it. You got it, man. So you got this, it. How did this how did this transformation happen for you? Because I know, you know, when a lot of people go through transformation, it's normally brought out by circumstances that force yeah. a change in their life. So what were the circumstances for you, if there were any? Well, so for me, it's uh, progressive. <clears throat> the transformation was, it, it's a journey, it's a journey of, um, divorcing beliefs about myself, about my past, about my identity, about my relationships, about how I show up in life. The awareness that there were limiting beliefs, that was the first thing. 
Um, and can you give us, can you give us an example of a limiting belief? So my number one, <laughs> and I know I tell people, you know, there are people that actually are so proud of their limiting belief. It, it's, <laughs> we, it's we wear them like badges. <laughs> Yeah, like medals. <laughs> yeah, so my number one was that I'm not good enough. Yeah, you see, so this is there's no, this is there's no one there's no one I've come across so far who doesn't actually have that belief. The only people who well, don't have it are people who have worked on themselves <laughs> to remove it. Like yeah, me too. But you know what? I thought I was the only one. Yeah, you know so did I. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. And and then <laughs> of course it. that limited belief is held in place by shame. We put shame over it. I'm yes. not good enough, so I'm lesser yes. than I should be. Yes. I must yes. never let anyone see this. Must yes, never exactly. let anyone see this. Yeah. So we live from exactly. a place of shame rather than a place yes. of peace. Yeah. Yes. Very interesting. But yes. yeah, carry on. Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah. Then. So, so I'm 19 years old. I just graduated from high school. I was the school captain. I began to be a speaker at that time as a teenager, and I I loved. And this to was attend. in Kenya, right? Yeah, this is in Kenya, in Nairobi, in Bakasi. So I I love to attend meetings for personal development. People talking about, and this one was in a church somewhere. And so those days, I I had this mindset of, uh, you know, you have to be smart when you go for meetings. So I have a tie and a nice suit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember I told my dad, yeah, I was really sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up in life, man, like you're ready. Yeah. So uh, there are about 300 young people gathered and somehow the, the auditorium is totally silent. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, okay, where are the speakers? Where are the people that are supposed to be leading us? And then a guy goes to the front and looks at the people in attendance and spots me. Because I'm in a suit and every other young person is just, you know, <laughs> showing up. And said, ah, I thought you are the speaker. Even if you're not the speaker, could you come and tell us something? Oh, that's oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I just looked around. I'm like, okay, is he talking about someone? Is he the guy in a suit? And I took a deep breath. I knew that at that moment, I would not hide. And you know, you know, with young people, teenagers, they're looking at, they're looking at you. They want to know who is this guy? Why is he different? And for me, I'm thinking, oh, my God, what an invitation to hell. What am I going to say? (laughs) You know, and my feet are shaking. I try to stand up, and for a moment, I couldn't. And somehow I gathered myself and stood and went there, and the, the, the the mic was hooked to a stand, and... I'm holding this stand and it's literally shaking because I had this belief that I'm not worthy of attention. I'm not worthy of attention. I, I have been a school captain. I have been in leadership, but I was hiding this belief within me. 
being a school captain was actually a way of, so I worked with other people, which is good, you know, but, but for me, it was a way to hide that shine light on me. But at that moment, everything is on me and every teenager is looking at me like this, like we are waiting, open your mouth. Let's, let's hear this guy. <laughs> my mouth refused to open. So I'm shaking, I'm shaking my, 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 you know, legs are fellowshipping, they're meeting each other. And I took a deep breath, the mic fell from the stand down to the floor, making a loud, you know, sound mm. of shame, embarrassment. And my goodness, everyone now laughs at me. The entire place, it turns into everyone laughing at me. Now at that moment, something in my heart told me this is a defining moment. Yeah. I don't yeah. know where that came from, but there's a voice there's a voice I remember even to this moment, many, many, many years later, I still remember the voice that came from my heart. And I knew this is a defining moment. It's either I'll stick with that shame forever or be redefined my identity and everything. <clears throat> and so I made fun of it. I picked the mic immediately. I honored that voice. It's a defining moment. What do you do? So my choice was pick the mic, make fun of yourself. So I picked the mic and now it's not on the stand, it's on me and I say, can you imagine? This is the first time I'm speaking to this crowd of people and the mic decided to do this to me and they laughed even harder. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I didn't plan to come, you know, to speak to you. Neither did I plan to get embarrassed, guys. Do you plan to get embarrassed? And everyone was like, no, we don't. You know, so, so there's a sense of connection. I felt that the power of being authentic gives you leadership. Immediately, I got that belief that when you're authentic, actually get into a place of leadership. And I told them, guys, this is so embarrassing. Have you ever been picked when you're not ready? So I'm sending it back to them. And everyone is shaking their head. And they're sort of seeing me as a leader. Imagine, remember that we, we at that point, I don't know the organizers of the meeting. I just came because it's a personal development meeting. That was my first time with coaching, my first time with speaking, and I've never stopped from that day. I've never stopped. It was a defining <laughs> so, moment. It was a defining moment. Yeah. So I began to realize, okay, I asked myself later, what happened then? Because before then, what would happen is I'll feel bad about myself. I'll feel ashamed. Then later I'll beat myself down as though that's not enough. I'll still beat myself down. So later I asked myself, what really happened, you know, down there? And I realized I made a decision that was going to change the rest of my life. So I got a mentor from the meeting. I got someone to work with me. I, I told him, you know what? My dream is to be a speaker. I want to be a speaker. Then, you know, I didn't talk about coaching. I want to be a speaker. I want to inspire the world. 
I want to, that's why I accepted to be a, a captain of a school. I want to inspire the world. Can you help me? And the guy began to mentor me, to work with me. And, you know, that's how I began to love coaching. So the, the, the fear that I'm not mm. enough, you know, was an invitation yeah. to that spot, to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and I went through hell. Someone said, if you're going through hell, don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's really funny yeah. how, you know, our, the, the darkness inside us is what holds yeah. the key to our liberation. So, the, so that limiting belief, and, and I, just want, I just want to point something out to you. I want to reflect something at you. This yeah. is where, this is where you, your greatness as a coach really comes in. Because you were in a moment where you could have chosen shame. And you could have just walked off the stage. And your whole yes. life would have been different. But you yeah. reframed the whole situation. Not only did you reframe it, you stepped into your authenticity you listened to your heart. You listened to your wisdom for what to do next. That's right. That's and you right. Changed, you changed how many hundred people were standing there. You changed the moment for them. You know, you That's were born right. to do the work you do because your greatness as a coach was always there, even when you were 19. And it's incredible. That's I just right. want to reflect that back to you so that you're clear yeah. about right. what, what you, you so did much. in that yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tell you, that's a moment I remember with tears because that exact moment you see thousands of people that have been privileged to meet and coach. I tell you the, the baseline, like at, at the bottom of the person I've become is that realization that authenticity is power. Because for me, you know, I, I, I'd gone through a lot of shaming. I'd gone through a lot of being looked down over um, I, I used to think that people that look confident, people that do things, do things from that place of ego. And uh, I got this through just life inviting me to that place of, you know, my foot was put on fire. I, and, and sometimes thank God for people that we meet in life and they pick us from the crowd. I can't even remember the guy who did that. And I don't know why he did that. But thank God for those people, because that would have been a meeting. Like, how many meetings have I attended? Thousands and thousands of meetings. But we, you know, that those meetings would get picked to make our decisions of destiny, to make our destiny decision. And, and someone, the universe disappoints an angel, someone to tell you. And at that moment, I would have hated that guy. I mean, <laughs> how dare you pick me? Yeah. You know, what did I eat? You know, what is it that I took uh, that is yours? Why are you hating on me? And this is where the power of meaning, you know, what, what does this mean to me? Is this death or is it life? Is it the, the end or is it the beginning? The power of meaning, I realize, okay, you can make anything to mean anything. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, uh, but I, I grew up with a very strict mom. Like my mom was, um, after coaching, her life totally changed because she was this person that was never happy. Never. Like 
like 20 years of my life, I've never, I had never seen my mom have, even the police were afraid of my mom. That's how tough she was. <laughs> my yeah, and, and these are the Kenyan cops, right? Who are not scared of very yeah. much. <laughs> the Kenya, I'm telling you, the Kenyan cops, but they were the chief, the people around, they were afraid of my mom. My mom is the kind of a person that the neighbors would punish us and who she would um, feel that today there was no enough punishment and go to the neighbors, get someone to punish. <laughs> she... <laughs> I'm tired of beating oh, you. So yeah, let me go find someone. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some more. And, and so I grew up with this sense of being so careful not to hurt anyone. Being so careful not to show my, my presence and hiding, you know, and taking the back seat. And even if you give me a seat, I'll take the edge of the seat, not the entire seat, because I, I felt I don't deserve. Mm. I don't deserve. And I don't know whether, you know, parents really, and now I'm a parent, and I don't know if my parents really know the power of how we introduce our kids to the world. And, and although it comes from a place of love, you know, I want you to be straight, walk the straight and narrow. But you know what, that's how we build our beliefs. So I, begin, I, be, I began to build my beliefs for limitation, my beliefs for deserveness, my beliefs for worthiness. Every time I'll let other people speak and I'll be the last one. I'll be in a meeting, everyone says my point and I'm like, that was my point. And, and I, <laughs> I can't think of another one. <laughs> yeah. You know, and everyone would say my point and I work out saying, ah, next time I should say, next time I, but then that worthiness, deserveness will keep me grounded. And when I look back, it's because of, you know, the way we grew up. Now later, in fact, uh, the, in, when I did coaching, one of my initial clients, guess who it was? My mom. My mom was one of the initial clients. And I remember how we had that authenticity conversation. And for a moment, I told her, I said, mom, you have to pay so that this is professional. And, I, and, and she paid me. Oh, she paid oh, me wow. fee for coaching. Hmm. <laughs> That's really she interesting. She's not just, yeah, yeah. She's not just paying me, she bought my book. Oh, wow. I've written a book. My first book, you know, was called The Genes of Greatness. Yeah. Genes of Greatness. Because I, I, I used to speak about, you know, when I was a teenager and a young adult, about these genes, seeds of greatness that are covered by the sand of unbelief mm. and limitation. And so I would inspire young people about believe in your seed of greatness. Don't believe in your unbelief. She bought the book and went through it. And then now we had the conversation. And I tell you, our healing was my healing. Because the time we sat down, I felt like that was like up to this moment, one of the best uh, converse, coaching conversations I've ever had. Because sitting with the person that carried you in their womb, you know, for nine months, they have watched you, they have instilled beliefs in you. Mm. And to destroy those beliefs and 
to put the mirror before her that I'm not here to blame you. I know you are living, you know, a script. You know, you have your, your parents, yourself. And that awareness in her and the softness and the care that came, I realized she's the sweetest person on the planet. This woman that was feared by the police, they don't know her. Yeah. It's so sweet. And then I began to realize every human being has got that side. You meet someone and they look like, you know, they have no humanity in them. It's only a covering. It's fear that makes us really, you know, build that hard core that, that cover our true nature. And when we get someone that can love us, accept us, and take us through the journey, we can unleash our true self. And the true self of humanity is the same. It's love. It's peace. And you realize whatever I'm looking for, whatever I thought I had through coaching, my mom had also, but it was covered by this layer of beliefs. And I realized even herself, she felt she did not deserve. Yeah. That, that is such a beautiful story, Jeff. And I tell yeah. you if, you, if you, if you can coach your mom, you can coach anyone. That, <laughs> that, that requires you to show up in such a different way in that conversation. You can't just That's be right. the sun. You can't, you can't be your patterns when you show up as that coach. So that would have taught yes. you really early on how, how to separate yourself, to bring about your coaching presence so that you could actually effectively serve her as her coach. That's an incredible That's story. There's so many layers, so many yeah. layers in there, my friend. It, it, that's just, yeah. that's a gift. For me, that yeah. makes my whole day worthwhile just mm. to hear that story. That's beautiful. Wow. Thank you. It's wow. a real gift. Wow. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. That's amazing. And I have your, your book here, by the way, on my bookshelf. <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> I'll have to check which one it is, but it is in my collection. <laughs> I have several. I have several <laughs> I know, now. I know you. Imagine I've, I've done eleven. Oh wow. I've, wow! I've done eleven now. Yeah, I've done eleven books. Some of them are on Amazon. They're on Amazon. One is a bestseller, in New York. Um, Beautiful. That's excellent. Yeah, I've done with with thirty-one other coaches. So where can people buy your books on Amazon? And what what are they Amazon, called? Amazon, yeah, Amazon, yeah. Give us some Amazon. names. Jeff, Jeff, Israel, and Tiwa. Or Jeff Israel. Jeff I think Israel. Israel. Yeah, and Jeff Israel. You get me. J E double F. Yes. Israel. And then, and then Israel. Tiwa. Tiwa is spelled N T H I W A. Correct. Yes, that's true. That's Got correct. It. Yeah, right. awesome. <laughs> and now <laughs> earlier on, earlier on, it was funny because you, you talked about destiny, you know, that moment where you, uh, you heard from your heart, this is a defining moment. And you, yes. you, you call your company Destiny Life Coaching? Yes, yes, Destiny Life Coaching. That and was destined imagine? to me, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and, and can you imagine? <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, destiny Life Coaching came later and i didn't have a reference to that day it's interesting how sometimes you live your life and you think uh you're not guided yeah and the truth this i know like here down in my heart you're guided even when you feel you're lost you're guided you're being guided 
And even when the world seems to be upside down, there's no pain, there's nothing you'll ever be that you are not guided by the universe. You're being guided to your destiny. Uh, because look, the connection between that moment and the company Destiny Life Coaching, which now, I mean, so many people have gone through. We, we work with the International Coaches Register. We've certified over 500 coaches. Oh, congratulations. That's, that's yeah, Destiny. And, 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 and we like to focus more on the transformation of the coach. Uh, <clears throat> more than the certainty uh, of just getting a certificate. That yeah. journey. And so, and so somehow the, the way we, we work in our working with coaches is we, we take them through transformational weeks, where is the journey of self-discovery, going past our stories, just like I did and just like I'm doing. The journey is never over. The journey is um, never over. <laughs> exactly. And so I meet all these people from all walks of life, listen to their story and wow i get when i see people change just because you've shared your story and see someone transform and make a decision um <clears throat> because that is the 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 moment of change is when you make a decision um and so we are very keen on what decision are you making right now uh for your life and for your coaching business and so, yeah, that's what Destiny Life Coaching does is we work with agents of change. People that believe that, you know, you're here for, to make a change on the planet in other people's lives. That's what we work with. And we want to spend more time to getting that inner power, that self-awakening and awareness. So that no matter where you are, you find yourself. I mean, that seed will find a way to grow and nourish others and make this planet a better place. Totally. I really, I, I cannot resonate more with that. Nowadays, I mean, these are the days when you can go online and buy yourself a life coaching certificate for $5. And some yes. are even free. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yet nothing has happened on the inside. Yes. Co coaching is all about who we are and how we show up. That's true. So if, we're not, oh. if we're not living it, we can't serve anyone. Yes, so, I love that. So the way you're you're talking about your program and how you've structured it to take people through yes. the journey, yes, that's that's critical. If that doesn't yeah. happen, that doesn't happen. It doesn't matter what certificate someone is holding; they do not have the ability to be that agent of change. Who you calling? Yes, it? they do not have the yes. ability to help someone transform or to sit in the space they need to to be able to mirror and reflect. So that's incredible. Oh. I, I love I love what you're doing. That's brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Thank so, you. It's a, it's a joy. So you, yeah. you're connecting coaches to their purpose. What's your purpose? Awesome. Awesome. So my purpose in life is really to uh, awaken the spark in the soul before me. So everyone I, I meet, I, I, there's one belief that all the potential necessary is there sitting there. in potential. Yeah. And all they are looking for is just that, you know, awakening or that spark to boom, unleash your greatness or to break through. And so 
I, I, I believe strongly in, you know, breaking through because everyone is a breakthrough in waiting. That moment, and because I went through a moment of breakthrough where so much potential that was in waiting, all of a sudden, just, you know, boom. And, and I began to get all this invitation. Uh, I didn't tell you, I spoke to 7,000 people sitting in wow. Kasarani Stadium in Nairobi. And I remembered the moment, my defining moment, and tears came down as I was speaking because as I was inspiring these people, I realized all my life, I have been guided through this journey of breakthrough. And to help people just, you know, be the spark that lights other people's sparks, that, that candle that lights, you know, other, other people's candle. And know that, you know, just because your candle has waited for so long doesn't mean it's actually finished. Just means the potential is there. I just need that lighting. That's right. Like, and, a, and a candle, I see myself. a yeah. candle's light doesn't go out because it's shared. It just lights yes. out. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. So, so, so perfect. It's not yeah. even work. Yeah. It's not work, exactly. It's not it's work. It's not work. You don't feel, oh, so I've done this now. No, no, no. it's not, it's not work. It's and that's why I can sit with someone, you know, it, it's not transactional. I can sit with a client for session after session after session until we hit the spark. I'll never charge you. I'll not charge you. And I know when you hit the spark. And I know when and when you hit the spark. You can pay me any money because that is priceless. That's the one. I know. I know I've paid a coach, you know, a lot of money. When you hit your spark, is priceless. Yeah. And so that drive can make me just have a session after another, after another. And I'm looking, I'm guiding you to your spark. Mm. Because once I do that, you have everything you need within you to find your destiny. So, so I'm not I'm not a crutch to you. I'm not a support system to you. You are enough. You are complete. Just need to see your brother shining and burning in his fire and turn yours on and yeah. realize it's fun too. That that is yeah. just beautiful. That is just beautiful, Jeff. Thank you. That's incredible. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> and so, you know, you talk a lot about awakening, awakening the spark in others. And this is, it's funny because this is what this whole thing is that I'm putting together here is awakened coaching. And it's about that. Yes. It, yes. It's about the fact that people have it all within them. Mm. And like mm. you, you bring the spark, mm. you just bring the mm. spark. And then mm. the fire burns mm. so brightly, it burns away all the bullshit, right? Oh, that's true and that's then what's true. left <laughs> you this light yeah yes you. exactly and that's who you are and who you are and that's how that's why you're shining with awakened coaching you're shining in your light and this light, you know this this fire within you burns every limiting beliefs they show up they, they're burned that's they're right. consumed they're gone. They're gone. yeah, yeah. So, so, so your work is just to keep your fire on. Keep yeah. your fire on. Yeah. yeah. As brightly That's as it. possible. And it's not a struggle. <clears throat> Let me tell you, it's not a struggle. Why? The sun doesn't struggle to shine. I have never had 
breaking news. <laughs> Let's pray for the sun. <laughs> the sun is struggling to shine, guys. Yeah. Let's hold prayer and fasting. No. The sun in its true nature just shines. The stars just shine. You know, the rivers don't struggle to flow. So when we hit that spark and we, we are in our true awakened self, we just shine. Yeah. We just shine. Even when there is trouble, we shine. And that's, that's it. Right. I, I, you know, I, running away from trouble, just stepping into our shine. That's it. It's funny, I was having a conversation earlier today and, and reflecting back on someone that the sun's there even when the clouds are there. Yeah. Yes. We get lost in the clouds. Yes. We, we forget who we truly are because we keep believing all the stuff that, you know, is in the clouds. Yes. Yes, exactly. And they look so real. They look real. So once we claim our place <laughs> as the sun, burn the clouds away. It burns them away. That's it. that's it man hey buddy we're out of time now this has been incredible i've really really i'm really grateful firstly for you to accept the invitation to be on i'm honored that you came on and uh, you have so much to share with the world you're gonna do even more amazing things i know that jeff now thank you so much for our viewers our listeners um how can they reach you well, yeah, you can reach me on Google. Like you can just type Destiny Life Coaching Kenya and you get my personal contacts. Personal contacts. You can reach me personally. Is a WhatsApp number there. There's a link to my WhatsApp on Destiny Life Coaching Kenya. You will reach me immediately. We can have a chat no matter where you are right now. I am privileged to have clients all over the world. New York currently uh, have a client in UK. I mean, uh, the world now is a, it's a village. You can right. have a connection with anyone anywhere. So exactly. reach out to me. Let's connect. Brilliant. Yeah, and thank you so much, bud. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for this opportunity. And I'm so happy, you know, to, to see you and uh, oh, so, hear so the work you're see. doing. Amazing, amazing work. Thank you so much. Look, Bless as you. always, yeah. thank you. Heartfelt thank you. Gratitude. And Jeff, just keep it up, man. And we'll keep thank connecting. You. It's been great thank having you. you here. And uh, hope to see you soon. Yes, definitely. Bye-bye. Thank you for being with me today. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to get notified about any future releases. If you have questions or would like to feature on the podcast, send me an email, bud at awakencoaching.com. That's B-U-D at awakencoaching.com. That is also the website where I have more resources for you super coaches. I hope to see you on the next one. Keep being fabulous.